26 July 2019. Okay, full disclosure. This is one of those days where I'm fully in tune with the anger of a million generations of women. You've been warned. Here it is. Contextual paradigms that try to excuse or explain sexism, racism and exclusionary prejudice are just another tool used by a typically white male patriarchy to continue to oppress minorities, like trying to tame and cage the power of women both individually and collectively. I was a literature major at uni and in high school I got the highest mark in all three of my English classes. Yep, nerd alert. (laughs) So I'm pretty well practiced in arguing for contextual paradigms. I've argued a thousand different ways about viewing texts through a thousand different lenses, from time to gender to literary genre. But it wasn't until this year that I started questioning deeper about where everything I've learned in institutions is coming from. I've never done well with authority figures, but I never felt into the reason why from deep in my blood. But I've had it with the demonization of all things feminine. Our ability to heal, how we are drawn to and work with animals, how we are drawn to and tend the earth, our sexuality, our birth, our intuition. We've been torn apart from each other and from ourselves by threatened old men who repackaged our magic as evil and sold us a guidebook to life that fucked us over and, if they couldn't tame us, at least keep us in cages. Threatened old men who took our knowledge and repackaged it in institutions we were banned from. Who sold us an image of woman of mother, of femininity, that kept us quiet and good and ladylike, that took one side of our endless matrix and told us that was all we could be, either the virgin or the whore, the docile, submissive homemaker or the evil sorceress, the maiden or the mother or the crone, the one thing that rational masculine thought can't reconcile. We are everything else. Keep trying though. We'll keep wearing the badges with pride, adding them to the collections on our lapels, finally allowing the wildfire of ancestral remembering to wash us over, awaiting the reckoning. We are the nasty women. We are the green collar criminals. We are the untamable shrews. We are the harlots and abominations of the earth. We are the original bitch, Artemis, goddess of the hunt and dogs. We are the crooked noses, the ugly warts, the green skin, the cackling of our hundred thousand sisters who burn to ash. So know this, I am the slut, I am the freak, I am the healer, I am the dakini, I am the moon princess, the shadow, the hag. I am the witch. I hope that you're happy, that you've got your finances sorted, that abundance circles around you and flows out to all of those you meet. 
That rainbows and moonbeams shoot out your eyes, and I hope in those days and nights where you wonder if happiness is going to go away, you remember these moments. The hurt you've survived, the life you've built, the home you've created for yourself. You're self-sufficient, but you're electric, magnetic, and everyone who comes into your orbit thanks their lucky stars they found you or you found them or you found each other. That the ones you love are still in your love cocoon and maybe strangers come and go sometimes but you teach each other the lessons you need to teach and to learn. That you give the love you need instead of taking what you want. That the ripples of the love you pulsate reaches all ends of the earth and raises the collective consciousness just enough. That you finally realise you are the person you've dreamed of being. You are who you're supposed to be. And everything that got in your way was just your destiny trying to course correct. I feel you now looking over my shoulder. I feel you sitting pressed into my body on my lap. I feel you rocking chair in the corner knitting something. My dog lays at your feet like you are the burning gas of the heater. You are the flow. You are the sun. And I'm so grateful for the warmth, the roaring fire you've built and kept stoked within the wildfire way it spreads. I'm so grateful for the flames we've nurtured, sparked, heaped fuel onto, creating the beacon in the storm of searching without knowing what for yet. Maybe a home, maybe a family, maybe just a place. I'm so grateful for the ones who teach us to set the world on fire, The ones whose eyes sparkle with something, the possibility of it all, the unknowing, the great unknown, that isn't scary because it's unknown, but exciting, enticing life, love everything simply because it is the great unknown, and if this next adventure is a thimble, or a kiss, or even death, well won't that be an awfully new and exciting adventure of great unknowing? Thank you for showing me how to lead a tribe, create a tribe, become a tribe, how to write the songs my tribe sings, my blood sings, my bones sing, and in that singing the dancing wildfire of remembering and foreseeing, and the now and the next and the past, and I create the whole world, and I create myself, and I create my life, and I create the fire. I am the fire. I am the warmth. I am the blood pulsating, the heartbeat pulsating. I am the mother. I am the world set on fire. Well, you said you wanted this, so here it is. Chapter 1. My bare bones. My wrists. Broken five times now. I won't ever be able to pour the spaghetti into the colander, but I won't ever ask you for help to do it either. My ribs. Cracked on that week that everything happened in threes. My heart got broken, my car got broken, my rib got broken. My scars. When I think of them, I don't recall hiding in the bathroom, tearing into my own skin. I think of being told I'll have to get cosmetic surgery so I won't be embarrassed when I grow up. I think of poring over a thousand magazine pages, wondering how these people ever got to 27. My pile of ashes. I've used all of these bones as kindling so many times I think I might just be made of dust. 
And maybe that's why I feel like the dirt is home. And maybe that's why I need to feel like I could die sometimes. I'll start fights with strange men at 2am next to rivers. I'll ride in cars with boys who are out of their minds. I'll close my eyes while I'm driving just to see how long I can. The barest bone. A piece of paper. I'll write you into hundreds of blank spaces and every empty corner I can find, but I can't write a poem without using the word soul. Tell me you need me and I'll never leave. Like sometimes how when I notice my tongue on the roof of my mouth, I swear I can still taste bar soap stuck to my teeth. And so I think my soul will always be as raw as all the ways he couldn't apologise. <laughs>